Coming up right now, the newest episode from Carr, Gwyn, and Ode on Three Pagans and a Cat. Hey folks, CJ Grimm here from Poking Dead Things. It's a hard job doing what we do, and it can get kind of gross. We know that you work hard too, so I'm here to tell you that at the end of a hard day, nothing beats a hot bath and a cold beer. So treat yourself right, head to Twisted Willow Soap Company, and indulge in a bath bomb with your favorite six-pack. Remember, the only girly thing about a bath bomb are the sounds you're going to make in excitement. Twisted Willow Soap Company. Body. Mind. Soul. If I had to choose a religion, the sun, as the universal giver of life, would be my god. Welcome to Working with Spirits, the 63rd episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of 19th century French statesman Napoleon Bonaparte. You may call me Ode. You can call me Carr. I'm Ode's father. Mary Meat. My name is Gwyn, Ode's mother. And, and boy, how you often... go fast with that one. And, Did and... I? Yes. Yeah, Shit, okay. I never know. <laughs> and... Bonaparte. <laughs> <laughs> podcast that quotes Napoleon. I love it. I love it. I, I range far and wide for our openings. He was a tiny little French dictator, but he had words of wisdom to share. Listen, he was the legitimate emperor for like 15 years. <laughs> anyway, housekeeping. All right. So we have one new patron. Mm-hmm. Felicia Hudson is who, our new hunter. Yes. Welcome, is, Felicia. And and who is here with us today in the Discord channel. Yes, right. exactly. So if you hear uh, Illuminated Darkness, if we say their username, that's... Illuminate Darkness. Illuminate Darkness. Illuminate Darkness. Illuminate Darkness. Illuminate Then that's uh, Felicia Hudson, our newest hunter. That is correct. Or just ID. 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 <laughs> Felicia <laughs> is now Id. Just like QQN is it's now QQN. QQN. Yeah. Okay. Which, which is funny because names have started changing on the uh-huh, yeah. based on what we call people. All right, so illuminated darkness or it, illuminate it, darkness is it. It, it, it. You're now it. You're Congratulations. Not it. Congratulations. <laughs> I can work with that. <laughs> cool. And Rana is still trying really hard to to go by bitch. Yeah, the just can't do it. just gave us the look of nope. It's not nope. happening. Sorry, Rana. You're gonna have to keep that petition rolling. <laughs> All right, we are doing the next in our pseudo-series of episodes about interacting with gods, spirits, and ancestors. Mm -hmm. We covered gods a couple of months ago. A few weeks back, we did an episode talking about different kinds of spirits, Mm -hmm. and now we're doing working with spirits. Right. That's right. So normally, we have more housekeeping than this, so I'm a little, like, We're a little thrown off. Well, and I think we're also thrown off by the fact that we're recording this week. Right. We're still, you know, this is really our first subsequent subsequent week week of our of our weekly of our schedule. schedule. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's thrown us off just a little bit, but you guys <laughs> Gwen and I spent all day like we record today, don't we? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We record today. So and that's all on y'all. Yeah, y'all so do that. That's yeah. that's that's y'all. So. <laughs> and uh you may have noticed last week's episode was significantly shorter than we've been recently. Yeah. And I think that's going to continue because we're only doing the segments on the fourth. On the, on the last. On the last, the last episode, episode of the month. Of the month. Yep. So what you're probably going to see moving forward is three or four episodes that are about 45 minutes to an hour in length. And then the final episode of the month will be the usual, like, two-hour-long fucking right. extravaganza. Yep. <laughs> and then we still have some of those Our Community interviews that we've done. Mm-hmm. And those will be randomly uploaded yeah. uh, during the week sometime at some point. All right. So... This week we're going to be talking about what you can do to work with spirits or to recognize spirits yep. or to make contact with spirits. Mm-hmm. We touched on this a little bit with the last episode, Anima, where we talked about the various kinds of spirits mm-hmm. um, because I got distracted on a tangent about how... <laughs> surprise, surprise! <laughs> about how you can kind of experience spiritual encounters yep. in a physical sense. Mm-hmm. And that's something we're going to talk about a little more today. But I think first I wanted to talk about and specifically like ask Gwen, because mm-hmm. this is something you deal with more. 
more yep. about sort of the, the Claire senses. The Claire right? senses. Okay. For those of you who read our blog mm-hmm. on Pathios, I did a blog about the different types of Claire sensitivities there are out mm-hmm. there. And they've actually expanded. It used to be five senses, you know, your sight, hearing, right. taste, the, the, smell. The spiritual equivalents of all the physical senses. Exactly. But they've also included empathy. But anyway, so you've got clairsentience, which is clear feeling. You've got clairaudience, which would be clear, clear hearing. hearing. Clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. Claire, I believe they're calling it clear empathy. For, is that what they're calling yeah, it? Yeah, I think okay. that's what they're calling it. For feelings. For feelings. Yeah. There is... QQ's pointed out clear cognizance, which yes, I believe clear is just cognizance knowing. is just knowing. And it kind of, that kind of goes into clairsentience because a lot of times those two overlap. The clear sensing. The, the clear, clear sensing knowing. and the clear knowing. Yeah. Clear tasting. Mm-hmm. So you've got all of these different types of psychic energy having to do with expanding your, your perceptions. Yeah. And they're all things that you see, hear, feel, taste, touch, you know, whatever. But without feel, but without actually it being in your physical environment. Without any, like, impetus. Yes. Okay, and, so, and it's not actually in your physical environment. Right. Maple has a question. Uh-huh. What does Claire mean? Oh, clear. 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 Okay. So, Claire sentience is clear feeling. Yeah. And Rana says that she doesn't want to taste spirits unless it's whiskey. <laughs> fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But a lot of times, for people who do have that particular sense, mm-hmm. they might get the taste or smell. Sometimes, the, because taste and smell tend to go together. Very linked. They're very yeah. much linked. Just like claircognizance and clairsentience are linked. Mm-hmm. You might smell whiskey and think of your grandfather or taste whiskey and think of or smell right. cigars yeah. and that kind of thing. That's a that's like a very traditional Yeah, yeah. Same thing with like floral scents or things like those are some of the more traditional things that people might mm-hmm. scent or taste it usually that does, are not actually in the physical area. And it's usually not, it's not like you I smell a ghost. No, no. <laughs> but but <laughs> like but what do I like, smell? I but, smell a ghost. But it's like I smell a thing that reminds me of yes. this kind of spirit or that has an association with this spirit. Exactly. And one of the points of that article that I wrote last week was that when we communicate with spirits, whether it's spirit guides, departed family and friends, Mm -hmm. any other types of spirits, we communicate to them through our senses that are heightened. Right. This is something that I think gets overlooked a lot of the time. And it has Mm -hmm. sort of, there are layers of importance to this fact, right? Mm -hmm. So you as a physical person are acting as the filter, Mm -hmm. right? So you're both the receiver and the filter for the message you receive, right? Exactly. And so so you have to interpret. Exactly. So everything, everything you get is going to come through your, the context of your perception of reality, which is not directly transferable to anyone else's perception of reality. This is the thing I've talked about before and no doubt we'll talk about again, where you're trapped in your own body, in Mm -hmm. your own experience. Language is a poor substitute for experience, and it's just sort of the best we can do to communicate Mm -hmm. to each other what we're experiencing, but you can never really, truly, fully, completely feel another person's experience, right? Mm -hmm. So... My experience of one spirit could be completely different from mm-hmm. your experience of the same spirit mm-hmm. just because we come from very different contexts. Exactly. We're, provi- we're applying ourselves mm-hmm. as very different filters to that experience. Exactly. Right. And so you may interpret whatever that message or that presence is trying to get mm-hmm. across to you completely different. And that is one thing. I think every human being has one heightened sense at least. Mm-hmm. But the thing to remember is we can access all of them. To greater to, or less. To to greater of. or lesser degrees. And some of them intersect, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. But like, for instance, if I'm a clairsentient right. with, with claircognizance thrown in there, right? right? Those are my main modes of communication with spirit. But you have a little bit of clairvoyance too, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do have clairvoyance as well, a little bit. Yeah. But it's more of the claircognizance where things just, just pop, pop into, into my brain it. and yeah. I just know a thing. But I do occasionally hear Spirits, clear audience. I've had a few experiences of hearing my name, mm-hmm. hearing get out, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> hearing, you know, hearing various things from little kid on up to now. I, right. you know, but so that's like, not, it's not one of your primary. That's not one of my primary ways senses. of hearing spirit. But if I wanted to accentuate that, if I wanted to learn to, to hone that, right. I could. That is something I could work toward. It would never be one of my main ways 
ways of hearing or sensing spirit communicating um, communicating with spirit but it would be available a little bit more so is it sort of like the way that people have different learning styles yes it is honestly because you know you have people who are kinesthetic learners mm-hmm who have to do stuff in yep. order to process what they're learning. You've visual got learners. visual learners, auditory learners. Yeah. It's a very similar thing because the learning is going on through one's senses. The same thing with spirit. We are communicating with these spirits based on our clair senses, our psychic senses. Okay, since I don't deal with that much, mm-hmm. but I often get random pieces of music shoved into my head mm-hmm. for some reason yeah. or another that tend to coincide with what's going on in life. Mm-hmm. Right. It, would that be a clairaudience type thing and I'm just doing it and not know? Yeah, or, I would think, well, I guess it depends. Or is that a sock puppet? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think sometimes it can be a claircognizance kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I think that's some, like a, like a combination between like a clairaudience and a mm-hmm, claircognizance. Cl- yeah, exactly. And if that's how a spirit can communicate to you, whether it's a spirit guide mm-hmm. or a departed family member, the, that's how they, some people experience their family through dreams. Yeah. Right. You might experience ancestors through little or music spirits through little music downloads. Right. Because so, that's your that's your mode of understanding right. and, and that right. makes sense for you because that's w- very much how your brain yeah, works operates. anyway. Yeah. And it'll yeah. automatically store that information better. Yeah. And it'll automatically take you to an interpretation. Mm-hmm. Right. So my thing with that, and this is maybe the next topic we can cover, mm-hmm. is the way you would determine whether it's like a specific spirit communicating with you and like mm-hmm. giving you these downloads, or whether it's just like your brain throwing them up at random, would be to practice discernment. To add to discernment, I think we also have to add something I, that we'll talk about when we do our review, mm-hmm. but synchronicity. When things like are lining up, right. say you get a, a music download right. and it brings a specific thought or message to your mind and then you keep seeing things that remind you mm-hmm. of that exact same thing throughout the day or over the next few days. Yeah, things, There's a synchronicity if there are, if to there are it. Things, if there are other things in your life reinforcing that, that message, message gotcha. yeah, then yeah. Yeah, then I would go back and say, I think this may have been a download. A a download. (laughs) Now, who it's from, that's the question. Is it from a spirit guide? Is Is it it from from a deity? Right. Or an ancestor? Or an ancestor. You know, Um, that would take some, some discernment. Right. You'd have to, you'd have to do some, some work there. It's a big important thing with spirit work is figuring out who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Because you can, if you're not sure who you're talking to, you Mm -hmm. could be led down a completely wrong path. Yeah. 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 Or you could just be confused. like sometimes you're not allowed to grow. Exactly. Some sometimes these cases of uh, spiritual mistaken identity aren't like malicious. They're just miscommunications. Even that's going to complicate your relationship with the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Even if the mistaken identity is just a miscommunication, it means maybe you're not making the right offerings. Maybe right. you're not understanding yep. the context of what they're asking. Maybe their advice comes from a place that you're unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why mm-hmm. this is why discernment's important, even when yep. there's no malice involved. Exactly. This is uh, an analogy we can make now that the internet's a thing. Think of it like <laughs> finding someone on a social media, right? Mm-hmm. Who has a name that you recognize. Mm-hmm. And you assume that this person is your friend from fourth grade or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So you start having whole conversations with no context with this person because you think they're this person you used to know, but you never asked. You never confirmed this person's identity. And they just assume that you they... know who they are. Exactly. <laughs> so you're having two different conversations with each other, even though those conversations may be innocuous, mm-hmm. right? And even though neither one of you is intending to cause any harm to the other person. Mm-hmm. You're, you're essentially having conversations with imaginary people. It means that you're not truly connecting with the right person. Mm-hmm. That's a thing you will encounter mm-hmm. in, in, with spirits. They don't all have like individual individual names. Like, I'm not the only Ode in reality. I, I may be the only person going by Ode casually in regular conversation these days, <laughs> but I guarantee you I'm not the only person using Ode as a pseudonym right. out in the world. Right, exactly. exactly. So er- every Ode you find on the internet is not necessarily me. If you ask them your spirit work questions, they may be very confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Id wanted to know, how do you know what's a spirit and what's my imagination? Yeah, that's a that's another discernment thing. Well, I think part of it is, if this is a, a communication from a spirit and this spirit mm-hmm. is asking you to do something that makes you uncomfortable or is out of character for who you think you're talking to, mm-hmm. that may be an indication that... That's not necessarily proof that it's you talking no, to I that just means you're not talking. So, so I want to distinguish what's a sock puppet versus okay. what's just a miscommunication. 
miscommunication, okay. right? Fair. So, like, a miscommunication is you're talking to the wrong person. So a you're sock- talking to the wrong spirit. The, right, right. the wrong spirit. The wrong right. spirit. Okay. A sock puppet is you're not talking to anybody but yourself. Right. You're literally... So, if the only information you get is information you already had... Or that you want to hear. Or that you... Or, yeah, or if they tell you purely things that you want to hear, that's more likely to be a sock, sock puppet. That's a good point. Mother Multiverse just makes a really good point. Discernment Trick, try to pause the interaction. If it all stops immediately, it's probably you. That is really good. That's a really good... Mother. <laughs> yes, Mother. Mother. Mother has given us some good advice. Mother has given us um, good advice. If anyone saw Inception, question mark, the movie where you, you uh, manipulate dreams. Yes. yes. Yeah. To do crime. Inception. They use these sort of trigger tests to determine if they're in a dream or if they're in the real world. And you can create those sorts of things like pausing the interaction to see if it all stops right. uh, instantly to determine whether you're communicating with your own brain or with another consciousness. QQ was saying, you know, that she sometimes has a hard time with discerning the mm-hmm. interaction. Another thing you could do to learn discernment to, and figure out if you're just miscommunicating or if mm-hmm. it's a sock puppet, keep a journal. Yeah. Journaling all your interactions, just keeping a record is really important and valuable just as with when you do divination or when mm-hmm. you're practicing your spell work. Any kind of interaction interaction you should be keeping a record of so that you can refer back to it mm-hmm. constantly. And then you can you can either see blips in what turns out to be a sock puppet mm-hmm. or you go, oh my god, I thought I was talking to Uncle Jimmy. I was talking to some dude from down the street. Right. Mother um, Multiverse has a second trick. Try to hear the spirit saying something it normally wouldn't. If it gets offended, more likely it's real. So <laughs> that's essentially introducing a sock puppet and then seeing if the spirit is, mm-hmm. is pissed that you just tried to sock puppet it. Right. Which, which is Definitely an, an interesting... That's ballsy. Yes. <laughs> That's a little ballsy. Could get you in a little bit of trouble. Depending on the Depending spirit. Depending on the spirit you're dealing um, with. Right. <laughs> but if you establish that as a testing technique, yeah. if you, you know, if you start out with, hey, so I'm going to periodically do this thing where I check to see whether it's really you talking, just mm-hmm. say shut up if I say something in your voice. That's that's potentially valuable. Right. And it helps establish the rules of communication between you and, and spirit, which is uh, an important... Who is that that's saying journaling is hard? That's Okay, try doing recording or keeping it on the computer. Mm -hmm. Typing is easier for you. Keep a journal on the computer. Or just record your voice. Yeah. Record on your phone. Record your phone. What would you say? A video diary? Yeah. You know, you could do that. Just something. You could start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just something to help you remember the interactions you've had and the relationship that you've built with this spirit that you're interacting with. That's one thing that where we talked about Devin Hunter's book, The Witch's Book of Spirits, Mm -hmm. one of the things he emphasizes is create a contract. Yeah. Right. Yep. Create a contract with the spirit you're working with. And hit one of his tests was if it refuses to agree to, to, the, to, con- sign the, contract, to sign the contract, don't work may, with that one. Don't work with that one. It may not be who you think it is. Yeah. Right. Do we want to just do a really quick like overview of what the different types of spirits are? Yeah, sure. We you covered know, that. So, like we did that in the right. previous episode. But like but, I said, just quick overview. Yeah, yeah. So deities, which we've covered. Right. The dead, which really falls into two categories, mm-hmm. ancestors and the dead. The dead. The, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Familiar spirits. Right. Right. Plant, animal, stone, you em- know. Embodied spirits. Embodied, embodied spirits. spirits. All those, yeah. And anthropomorphic spirits. Mm-hmm. Does yeah, those make so, sense? Yeah. So yeah. Tree Wizard wanted to talk more about anthropomorphic spirits. spirits. Yeah. Okay. An anthropomorphic spirit is a spirit to whom humans have applied human-like characteristics, right. essentially. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times this will be like a genus loci, like a river spirit, right? But that like humans always interpret as a particular woman. Things like Santa that. Santa Morte. Sa- Santa Morte, yeah. Spirits of concepts that have been given really human characteristics. Right. Like Lake Michigan, I think of as a female deity. Right. right. And so there's a lot of overlap there, obviously. And right. anthropomorphic spirits, I think, can be overall and somewhat UPG as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, Lake Michigan has a spirit that's Lake Michigan. Right. right? Mom perceives that spirit as being anthropomorphized mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. But we're still perceiving mm-hmm. the same spirit. We're perceiving it through our individual Different filters. Lenses. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Different filters and lenses. And I think, would you include thought form? <laughs> yeah, thought forms as well. Yeah, are very yeah. anthropomorphic mm-hmm. spirits. So um, if you've given life to a spell. Yeah, if you've created. If you've created. Something, a, something some, with a, if you've, <laughs> if you've created energy that has a, 
a sort of consciousness of its own. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Or you could even say your divination tools could be anthropomorphic. Yeah, if you, if you think of them as mm-hmm. having human-like characteristics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't actually do a lot with anthropomorphized spirits. I think because I perceive them very much as the things that they are. Mm-hmm. Even with the spells that you create. Yeah, I don't perceive them as human-like. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might like jokingly call them my kids because mm-hmm. I have like a responsibility to them, but I don't think of them as being human-like spirits. I think of them as being spells. Gotcha. So meet our new friend at the Artful Egg. Our Tiger Michelle invites you to her shop where she showcases her painted and carved sugar skull eggshells for the world to enjoy. Each piece is handcrafted and unique with a name and a style all its own and a desire to find a happy home with you. Every egg comes in a special box adorned with a note about the creation. Michelle has sculpted her design since 2015 and knows what you and your family and friends will love. She also makes natural eggs, beautifully painted rockery and jewelry to share, as well as sugar skulls. Michelle has designed an acorn egg, which just happens to be the most popular egg she makes. Adorned with lentils and wood beads and hemp or leather hangings. Visit The Artful Egg at theartfulegg.net. And by the way, we need to say a big, huge thank you to yeah, The to Artful, the Artful egg, egg, Michelle, yep. because she surprised us with a beautiful mm-hmm. three-pack egg yes. that she designed specifically for us. It's so cute! It is adorable, and it was a, a really generous gift. So thank you so much, Michelle. We love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've got it, it up on the shelf now. Yep. yep. It has a little hanger. Uh-huh. It's perfect. I'm going to put up uh, a, a photo, photo of it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I it's just very, love very it. cute. It's adorable. I expected it to be like much lighter than it was, but it like it's got some weight to it. So it does. When you handed it to me, I was like, I'm going to smush this into a billion pieces, but no. It it's is. time for reviews. Nice. Do you miss the acoustics? I do. I miss the haunted house acoustic. What we are reviewing today. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes is The Secrets of Spirit Communication by Trish and Rob McGregor. Yes, mm-hmm. which is an older book. Yeah. Yep. 2018. Yeah. So, not this year, last year. Yeah. And the subtitle for this is Techniques for Tuning In and Making Contact. Which was why we chose it for this week. Yes, it right. is. Um, so but it didn't now, quite it did get there. Not- didn't quite meet the standard I was hoping for. No. It, it does have a lot of comprehensive topics. It covers many. I wouldn't say it has comprehensive. Okay. I say it covers, covers a many lot of topics. topics. Okay. Yeah. It covers a lot of topics. <laughs> But unfortunately, it covers, briefly. it covers the actual concept briefly and then has a million anecdotes so that by the time I got to the last anecdote, I'm like, God, can we just go to the next fucking chapter? I would say that 85% of this book is anecdotes. It is. Yeah. It is. Which is too bad because honestly, I think they had a lot of really interesting points to make. I couldn't tell if they did. All they had was anecdotes. anecdotes. Yeah. yeah. And, and for some and people, maybe, maybe for some people, maybe. that's a really good way to learn. But that's I was, I was bored, and there were some exercises in there. Those were not good. Those were yeah, they were <laughs> mediocre. So unfortunately, we were they not, weren't bad. I mean, they weren't like no, dangerous. They no, were just no, no, they were just kind of nothing in. special. I think that's that's a good thing. I think about the whole book. It just just this special. book is just not very special. Yeah. And rating it on our scale of one to five stars, I'm going to give it a one point five. I'll be generous and give it a two. A two is the absolute most I could possibly yeah. give the spot. Okay. And then I'm going to recommend. And Devin Hunters. Yeah. So, <laughs> so overall, that's probably better. a 1.75. Yeah. I, was not a, stars. I was not a fan I'm of this fucking book. Yeah, Sorry so. to Mr. and Mrs. McGregor. I'm not. Yeah. Write a better book next time. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And just, um. just so everybody understands, yes, we are very harsh on some books. Yes, we love some other books. But that's really our honest opinion. That's yeah. honest. Our, and that's our honest it, opinion. it doesn't matter if there are people we know or uh-huh. people we don't know. We're brutally honest, period. So. So if, if you've we written a it, book and you send it to us and we hate it, we're sorry. Yeah. Well, but write I'm a better sorry. book. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, if we love a book, we'll tell you. But if we don't love a book, yeah. we'll tell you. Right, so yep. And this book was, I, I'd say this book was competently written, but it yeah. wasn't what I would call I, I feel engaging. Like, I feel like if I could, and I, this is sort of what I did, if you can just kind of pick out the pertinent parts and write it out somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. it could probably be helpful. It could fill maybe a page and a half of your grimoire. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it has some interesting and some some useful things, but it's just so bogged down yeah. Yeah. with just kind of useless information. All right, so we have so. a second thing. We're we going to do a second thing, which is actually a good one. Fact, yeah, 
I'm gonna get rid of my Kindle. Yeah, get rid of that thing. It's gone. It's right. gone. So okay. we're also reviewing The Witch's Box. Yes. yes. Which, which we were introduced to by Elliot Director when we were at Pagan Fires. Yes. Oh, gosh. And, and we need to say that The Witch's Box was sent to us for free. Yes, that's right. For an unbiased review. Same exactly. as the book. Same as the book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the truth for all of the things. Yeah. They're all sent to us for unbiased reviews. If we buy something, we usually tell you. But so, yeah. sent to us for free. So, so we got this box. Mm-hmm. And... Let's start with, with the elephant in the room. Okay. Okay. It's fucking expensive. Oh, it's very. It is. There's not a, lot, a cheap box. Okay. First of all, let's start with this. It is one of those subscription mm-hmm. services. Yep. Like the now defunct... Uh, Sabat box. Sabat box. That's which is That's which we liked. We liked it. We liked it. Yeah. Uh, we gave it a, a good review. We enjoyed it. But the witch's box is not inexpensive. It's no. actually quite it's very pricey. It's probably it's, one of It's probably close to 80 bucks yeah, a month. Yeah. yeah, and it's probably one of the most expensive of the subscription right. yeah. boxes out but there. But that said... At least in the pagan realm. Holy shit, though, you get a lot for your money. You get really yeah. high quality, quality yeah. shit. Yeah. Alright, so explain the box. <laughs> the, I'll right, let you go so into that now. We got the box. It comes in like a cardboard box. Mailer. box. A mailer. It's a nice looking box. Mm-hmm. It's got a very pretty sticker on it that I did not want mm-hmm. to break, but we had to to open the box. It is right. a pretty sticker. Um, it's true. So whoever's doing their graphic design is on point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then inside, sort of like nested in these layers, was all the content, all of which is very like nicely... Oh, it's beautifully packaged. Um, packaged. Everything is very, very well packaged. But very, at, at the very, very top, there is obviously the letter that every yes. fucking box comes with telling right. you everything So let me tell it. you about what this box mm-hmm. was. This was Clearing the Energy Box 2019. Okay, so I think it was from the summer. Mm-hmm. And so there's this a description of what why they chose this mm-hmm. box. Yep. And then they have in the box that we received one sacred bell. Which one, is, that's, this is like a... An actual an bell, actual bell. Like a good, like a, high like quality. A good quality copper bell. bell. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got some heft to it. One 10-inch altar broom, which is a really nice... It's very, yeah, it's a cute I little broom. I used it the other day to cleanse yeah, to the cleanse house. house. Yeah. yeah, it's a very it cute great. little piece. A copper incense bowl. Which was also very nice. And yep. very attractive. It's yeah. really nice. Three little charcoal discs mm-hmm. to go with your incense bowl. One which is apothecary sacred clearing smoke in yeah. a jar. And I was super interested in this because it didn't contain any sage. It didn't contain mm-hmm. any white sage. And there was a, there's a little explanation somewhere here in all this mm-hmm. packaging about why it doesn't contain... I can read it to you. Yeah. The person who puts all of this together said, I love sage. It grows abundantly around the lower edges of this mountain I call home when I'm here. But there's so much pain around appropriating living spiritual traditions that it inspired me to do this differently for all of us wanting to use smoke but not wanting to be insensitive towards another culture. I love that. Yeah. And then... So it's actually a really nice It uh, really is. And so she goes smoke. on. Yep. Our plant allies offer up so many powers and gifts. There are other blends that are perfect for the intention of cleansing a space with smoke. And it stands alone. So she combined a bunch of different... Clearing herbs. Clearing herbs yep. to yeah. create a really... I used it the other day. It's, yeah, it's a, a really, really nice, nice smoke, actually. smoke. And yeah. it does a beautiful job of cleansing the room. Yeah. It does not come in a bundle. It comes in a, like, in a little jar. jar. Yeah. Yep. Which yep. is so, why you need yeah, you the, the, little the, charcoal. Jer- the charcoal. Right. Yep. But it, it smokes really mm-hmm. well. And, you Almost know. need a sensor. Yeah, yeah although I work. think, uh, I, think uh, I used the broom. Used the yeah. besom. Yeah. Yep, I used the, the besom. And then we also got in here two water bottles. Yes, <laughs> which these came in glass bottles. Yep. Which I don't know. Like I was glass super, bottles that are corked. Corked. Yep. Yeah. I was super fucking impressed. That they did not come shattered. And, and, and about this water, and four ounces each. Yeah. Yep. These are like fucking enormous bottles. And here's the thing: they were obtained in Glastonbury Tor from two natural springs that have been running continuously for over two thousand years and are known for their healing benefits. Yeah, so yeah. these are uh, sacred spring waters. Yep, yep. one you is can... the white spring and one is from the red spring. Yes, you can see the residue in them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very so neat. obviously these are not for imbibing, they're no. for using too, because I used them for uh, a healing spell that mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, so they're very, very, very neat. Uh, and yep. honestly, a lot more water than I was expecting. That's true. Oh, there was also an oracle card included, which I'm going to actually right. frame because it's gorgeous. Which I believe every box comes with a yes. randomly yeah, drawn oracle card. An oracle Card. Or and then yes. three Book of Shadows pages describing the brooms, the bell, and the Glastonbury well water. Yeah, and these again, the graphic designers really knocking it out of the park on these pages. They're high quality. Yeah, they're very, very nicely designed pages. You can just mm-hmm. put some holes in them with a three-hole punch and stick yep. them in your binder of shadows. Or yeah. you can do uh, the the clear protector pages. Yeah, yeah. Which may be a little bit nicer, nicer to yeah. these high-quality yeah. paper. This is the reason why, in addition to being all high-quality products, 
mm-hmm. that this is worth the eighty dollars a month. Right. Okay. This is what puts it sort this of is over what puts the top it over the top is that they also have which I've never seen this before. You get an a live invite for a deep dive gathering for this specific box. Right. You get together, you talk about it, they do a little lesson about mm-hmm. it. So you get actual You get access to a community essentially. Yep. You right. get access to a community with every single box and you talk about it, you learn how to use the different products. Mm-hmm. They include rituals that aren't included in your box. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, from what I understand, it's a really nice addition. Yeah. And they're the only subscription yeah, service that does that. I've never seen anything yeah. like this before. Yeah. It's a really interesting sort of experiential addition to the box mm-hmm. that makes it more of a community thing instead of a... Yeah. Instead of you just like get a really the box. isolated capitalism. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, like, if you're a newer witch and you get these items and they're all just these random items and you're like, well... I got a year like, and you're like, well, I have a lot of this I have mysterious a lot of this water. Mysterious <laughs> water. What do I do with it? If you get it from this subscription, mm-hmm. they will tell you how to use it in yeah. this deeper dive. And, right. and, you're and you're they're to, recorded so you can go back and watch exactly. it again. And you're able to interact with the other people in that community yep. and yep. get advice and suggestions exactly. from them directly. And it's just a really it's it, a neat it's, addition to the to the traditional subscription box service. It really is. It really is. So and so normally for eighty dollars a month, I'd be like, mm, this is nice, but no thanks. But that tips it for me. It's it's pretty cool. If I had eighty dollars a month that I, I didn't know what to do yeah, with, that I yeah. didn't know what to do with, I would I'd be getting it. this. None of us do. No, no, not right. but no, so we're all too poor for this. We're box. all too poor but, for this box. But if that changes, right? If someday we become independently wealthy, right? Then we'll be getting, we this, will box. Be getting this box because they put a lot of thought, a yeah. lot of energy, and high quality choices. I've seen some of their previous boxes and every single one yeah. is just filled with high quality high end products. So Gwen's going to write a review on this for Patheos mm-hmm. and include some of the pictures of some mm-hmm. of these things as mm-hmm. well. So yes, she took photos of our whole unboxing process. Right. So if uh, if you want to know more about that, it'll be showing up on the Patheos blog here shortly. Yep. Probably Friday. Probably Friday. There you go. You got it from Gwen's mouth. Yep. <laughs> That's it for review. I wish it was echoey. You want to go do it in the bathroom and then make a, make a recording that you can use? No, it's not nearly as fun to do. It's more fun to do it live every time, I think, for me anyway. I'm, I'm, I missed the uh, like slight the, yeah, the, uh, decay of everything oh, from last week. I'm that's sorry. okay. Yeah, it, is, it is what it is. It's like we'll have to close the door just when <laughs> I sing. <laughs> All right, so back on track here. We talked about discernment. That's important. Mm -hmm. Another thing I wanted to bring up is divination. Mm -hmm. That's a very useful skill for not only talking to uh, spirits, for communicating with individual spirits, but for confirming the information you have received from individual spirits. It's true. Since I don't do much of this, Uh can I just bring up a couple of things? And you all can add to them as you see fit? Yes. Sure. Okay. So I have these ways of discovering your spirit guides. Okay. And they would be journeying. Okay. Yes. All right. Meditations. Yes. Direct messages. Mm-hmm. That's like a download. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Events. That's the synchronicity. That's the synchronicity. Yep. In- inner knowing. Yes. That That's goes the, with the okay. clear cognizance. So I have now given you all you jumping off points to all of these things. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. I'm very I'm proud so of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm even even the, the pride is proud of you. I can just, I can just feel it coming off it. of I can sense it. Spiritually sensitive. Yep. Meditation, journeying, and dreams are actually, mm-hmm. I think, the ways most people think of doing spirit work. I think so. I think so. They're, you don't necessarily have to do those things mm-hmm. to do, like, active spirit work, but I think that's what most people think of as well, spirit work. and I think it's because, just like with spell casting, mm-hmm. with, you know, with any other form of, of what we do in our practices, mm-hmm. meditation is very useful. Right. It's, it's, a, a, very, it's a good foundational it's skill. It's a good foundational skill because that allows you to to quiet your mind, to open your senses, to to focus so that you can listen, watch, feel, whatever. It's a good starting point that helps you hone your skill. And I want to distinguish between meditations and like visualizing meditations yes. and trance. Yes. Those, those are those very are different, different things. things. So, and um, one can lead to the other right. as you get but, but not, further. But not sometimes. generally just naturally. No, it's no. Something it's something you have to you like have intentionally to, You have to intentionally perform. work. But if you start with one, you, you intentionally can, can move to move others. To the other. yes. Yes. You should start with meditation. <laughs> That's yes. definitely the foundational Please. skill you should that start with. That is the foundational meditation. skill. Start 
start with basic meditation. <laughs> so I think meditation is definitely most useful because it lets you sort of clear out. Well, not all kinds of meditation, but the forms mm-hmm. of meditation that are useful here mm-hmm. are the ones that let, that let you sort of clear out your mind mm-hmm. so that you are open to receiving other content. Right. And I want to put on here for Billy because I see that comment, Bill, that it doesn't have to mean sitting still and, no, and closing you do, your mind off. You can do walking, <laughs> you can walk meditation. Meditation. You can be creating an art piece if、mm-hmm. you're an artist. Anything that just helps you focus, I guess. It's easier to do with a repetitive task. Yes, something repetitive. And you should never do it when you're engaging in an activity that might be dangerous. So please don't meditate while you drive. No, <laughs> my God, no. I know、uh, people sort of get into like they zone、mm-hmm. out sometimes、yeah. when they drive, and that is technically sort of a kind of meditating. But don't、yeah. do that because then you will drift over the line and、yeah. cause and an accident. You can, but you can also. Be meditating while you're outside walking and do it safely. Bill points out、uh, he usually does his when he does needlepoint. Yes, that's perfect. Yep. Running, running,、uh, Agent, Agent M says running on the elliptical is useful.、Mm-hmm. Rana, please don't meditate while you drive. Yoga is、um, yeah, a great way to、that. meditate while you're doing something active. In fact, that's part of the reason yoga was created thousands of years ago、yeah. was to help reach that's some that of its、state. yeah that's some of its original that's some of its original context, context which it has been largely divorced from it in yeah, modern in, Western. In Western white society. That's right. So let's just acknowledge that. Let's acknowledge that we stole yoga. Yes, we did. We colonized yoga. Good job, us. There are obviously different kinds of meditation, and not all of them involve clearing your mind. But the kinds that do leave you in a in a more receptive condition, yes, right? And you right. can sort of set an intention at the beginning of a、mm-hmm. meditation, like I'm going to communicate with X today. Yes. And if X has anything to tell me, I will be open and ready to receive that knowledge for the next half hour、yes. or whatever.、Mm-hmm. Good to set your intention before meditate. Don't just、yes. like meditate like I'm open to everyone. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's like a Ouija board, you know,、right. just asking for any old spirit to come along and chat. Right. Generally speaking, you, you should have an intention. You sh- you shouldn't just be dialing a random number. No. You should be dialing someone you know. Exactly. You should be calling a specific calling spirit. Calling someone that you actually want to speak to. But Meditation can be very useful for、mm-hmm. getting yourself in the right sort of、yes. mind space to it's receive. A good, it's a good place to exactly to, to receive that information. Then trance is when you go a little further、mm-hmm. in meditation, yeah. deeper, yeah, and you disconnect. Kind of, you're still there are different types of trances. Yeah, because you know there are some trances where you're just gone and and、right. another a spirit comes in. That's, well, that's what possession. happens. Yes, that's possession. <laughs> that happens a lot in you know like voodoo and、yeah. certain in Santeria and other religions. But there is also A kind of trance where you are still conscious of what's going on around you, but your spirit is in another realm where you、right. are. That's how I met my spirit guides,、right. and that's how I interact a lot of times with Hakati、mm-hmm. when I'm doing a chanting or a meditation、right. kind of thing with her. So you're still cognizant and aware.、Right. There are different sort of layers and to, levels to trance,、mm-hmm. or deeper than others. Exactly, and you can accomplish different things at those different levels、mm-hmm. of trance.、Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, trance isn't something you should do. Casually, no. It's something you have to sort of be prepared to do.、Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of people would say it's like for someone who's a witch who casts、mm-hmm. circles of protection, have a circle of protection around、mm-hmm. you. If you're in another environment, in another environment, especially if it's not one that is a sacred environment、mm-hmm. for you, set up some some kind of、uh, sentinel spirits、right. around you, wards, if、uh, you will. And if you're going to do very very deep trance,、mm-hmm. and especially if you are not very comfortable with trance work. Have a buddy. Yeah, you should have a human person who knows like、yep. a set time that you should be coming out of trance. And if、yep. you do not come out of trance at that time, they have to go、yeah. get you. If you're going to go, yeah, if you're going to go into any kind of a deeper trance, yeah, make sure you have someone there who is with you or someone who can come check on you. Exactly. Trance should not be something that you do if you're going to have like twelve straight hours to yourself and no one's going to check on you, right? You should make sure that someone's、mm-hmm. going to you know check and make sure that you stay hydrated、yeah. and eat that something. And so <laughs> the the basic thing is to be. Be, be smart, be、mm-hmm. wise, and take care of yourself. Do take, you know good safe, safe precautions? Be safe. Start with your basic meditation,、mm-hmm. and if you feel led to move on to deeper forms of meditation,、yep. study those techniques and yeah, that's, that's work up to it. That's a big thing, I guess, is education. Yeah, this isn't a topic we can teach you everything you need to no, know about in the no, course of like an hour. Research. So you need to do research on the methods,、mm-hmm. right, of、mm-hmm. of meditating and reaching trance and、mm-hmm. doing dream work and communicating with spirits through divination. 
learning exactly. and discernment and all those things. But you also need to do research on the spirits you're trying to communicate with, right? So, like, if this is a known spirit that other people have communicated with, mm-hmm. read those accounts. Yeah, yeah. If this is the spirit of, like, a particular kind of animal, read about that animal. Find out all its little weird ticks and foibles. Mm-hmm. Like, because those are the things that are going to influence how you interact with the spirit. That's yep. right. Well, so, Rana is, she did trans work on the beach because that is where her guide lived. Mm. So, you know, sometimes and you the go. Were yeah. Very and the, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you do go like into the forest or yep. onto the beach. Just be smart about it. Make sure that you're safe. Yeah. You know? Sort of the same way, sort of the same way you would tell someone if you're going on a blind date that like, if I'm not back in three hours, call and check if I'm still alive. Like, and do that. And the last thing I'm just going to say is that uh, guided meditation can also help yeah. you with these. Especially if you have a hard time mm-hmm. accessing trance states, guided yes. meditation is a good sort of intermediary step. Exactly. Or even meditating at all. Or yeah, even exactly. meditating. Because yep. somebody's helping you get there. Exactly. Yeah, helping exactly. you through the process, right. guiding yeah. you through all the steps. Yep. So I have eight steps to connecting with a spirit. Okay. So you all tell me if this is right because again... If this, if this sounds legit. Right. Okay. okay. Identify the spirit or group of spirits that you want to connect with. Yes. Correct. Okay. Learn about that spirit or group of spirits, which you just talked about. Yes. Okay. Begin to ask for signs of their presence. Yeah. Yes, that's a good discernment that technique. That is a good discernment is, technique. If, if you say, okay, well, if you're authentically trying, communicating with me, trying to communicate, show me three of a bird that isn't local to my area. Show me three mm-hmm. cardinals in the next week, right? And then gotcha. if you see three yeah. cardinals in the next week, you know, okay, that's a check mark in their category. That's yep. a great way, like, if you want, are trying to connect with a specific deity or feel like a specific deity mm-hmm. is trying to connect with you, find out ask what sign of, yeah, ask what one of theirs, whatever their associated animal is, and ask to see it. Mm-hmm. Any of those kind of things. Okay, part four. Learn the most common ways that the spirit communicates. Yeah. Yep. And that's again... Because not we, every spirit is going to communicate in the same right. way. And that's where we go back to what I was talking about in that blog was learn the languages learn the yeah. through the Claire. Learn about your intuitive ability. That right. again. Yep. yep. Begin the ask the spirits to communicate with you through your intuitive abilities. Yes. Yep. You can do okay. that. Accept and trust. Yeah. So trust but verify, <laughs> I guess important. is what I say. Right. Trust but verify. There, there is an important like component here where Mm -hmm. if you're anxious or scared of the spirit that you're Mm -hmm. that you're interacting with, don't keep interacting with that spirit. Yeah, if it makes you uncomfortable, then if you can't trust the spirit you're interacting with, it is time to sever that relationship. And it goes back. I'm gonna say Devin again because I really loved that book. Make a contract, Mm -hmm. right? And if that spirit is willing to sign, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. that contract, that can give you that sense of security, security, security to know, hey. If this is if not going to be if you, followed, if, if you your break boundaries cannot yeah. right. be met, then you don't work with that spirit. And then yep. step eight is refine and repeat. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. so like, for for instance, when I uh, was working with my spirit, so I had been reticent to work with spirit mm-hmm. guides because of Christian hangups. Indoctrination. Yeah, indoctrination. But I had read a book by a spiritualist medium, and it really started mm-hmm. to change my, my mind about maybe it wouldn't be so bad. So I thought, I'm going to see if I have a spirit guide to talk to. And so I followed the, it was a guided meditation that mm-hmm. was written in the book. So I studied what that was. And then I followed those steps, you know, for myself in, mind, in yeah. my mind. And I brought myself into a safe space that I created in, in visualizing in my, in my mind's in eye. In your brain space. In my brain space. And then I asked if my spirit guide would like very to very traditional to way, yeah, to contact yeah, a spirit with guide. My spirit, and that's how I met Brother Marcus. Who's been with you for a long Who's ass time. Been with me for a long ass time. Exactly. And so that's one way to do it. And he has proven himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've had constant and regular contact with Brother Marcus. And this is something I want mm-hmm. to talk about, not just in relationship to spirit guides, but also obviously in relationship to spirit guides. <laughs> not just, but not just, but it does apply to them. There are sort of two kinds of relationships you can have with spirits, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a transactional relationship right. where you do a thing for them and they do a thing for you. right? Or you can have an ongoing relationship, which is what you have with Brother Marcus and your other spirit guides, where they don't necessarily get something from you Mm-mm. directly, no, but they agree to enter into this relationship with you where, mm-hmm. for mysterious reasons of their own. Brother Marcus, in originally, back when we were first introduced, told me he'd been with me since I was a child. I took that to mean when I came online, basically, uh-huh. I believe that's when he became part of my life. There are some, I think the spiritualist church teaches that people are born with their spirit guides already around them. I don't know. All I know is I believe that is when Brother Marcus came to you. Came to me. And I had the choice of right. working with him or not. Yeah. So that's a, that's, I do want to emphasize that like ongoing relationships with spirits are valuable before I move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Ongoing relationships with spirits are valuable. Even if you don't have a transactional relationship with mm-hmm. that spirit, like you can 
just have spirit friends. Yes. Like, well, you, where, where you don't provide anything for each other, you just know each other. Exactly. And, like, I've had, a, I think I've had, the most I've had is five spirit guides at one mm-hmm. time. They don't, I don't have all that, all those guides that I work with anymore right, right now. They came, sometimes a spirit guide will come for a specific period in your life or a specific reason in your life. And when that reason is over, they, they depart. Go right. Or like, like I, I don't have a transactional relationship with Ketha. Ketha and I don't have anything to do with each other. It's just, gross. yeah, just like we just occasionally meet because we, we travel through the same wood. Right. And like we're acquaintances. I don't even know that I, that I would say Ketha and I are friends, mm-hmm. but we're acquaintances and we're friendly with yeah. each other. Right. And that's a, like a normal ongoing spirit relationship. Right. It's not like elaborate or complex. It didn't need a contract because we're not, we don't right. have any transactions going on, mm-hmm. but Ketha is a spirit that I know. And if I needed something, Ketha is probably the first person I would go to, not necessarily to ask if he would do it for me, but to ask if he had any recommendations. Yeah. And gotcha. then I have a completely different relationship with plant allies. Mm-hmm. And it's not one that has been like long contractual kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like we make a contract in the, yeah. it's a situational contract that we make as, right. we, as we work through things. Yeah. One thing I did want to mention, because you mentioned like it was optional. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to accept these spirit guides. Nope. I want to really emphasize you never have to accept anything that, that a spirit correct. wants from you and vice versa. You do not have to let yourself be bullied and you should not allow yourself to diffuse responsibility to spirits. If you do something that a spirit has advised you to do, it is still your, your choice to do that. Mm-hmm. You made the choice to do the thing. It doesn't matter if a spirit told you to do it or or whatever. Like We own our shit. Exactly. Right, yes. There is no devil. The devil made me do it. No. You are responsible for <laughs> all responsible of your own actions. For your own actions. That's you right. cannot be bullied by a spirit into right. committing a crime mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, And that is where if you are feeling like a spirit is advising right. you to do, that could be yourself. Right. Or it could be a spirit that just wants you to do some bullshit, in which That's case, right. stop talking stop to that spirit. Stop talking to that spirit. Cut off communication. I have a 10 things Blend to that. avoid. Okay. okay. Give us the Good. 10 things to avoid. Avoid forgetting to physically protect yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely do okay. put down your physically, always, psychically, yep. spiritually. Always protect yourself. Go go listen to grounding, centering, and shielding and do yep. all of that. Always. Mm-hmm. And protect your house. Cleanse uh-huh. regularly. Yeah. Yep. Avoid forgetting to clear and ground your energy before and after spirit communication. That is very yes. true. And that's actually, this is a, a mistake I've made in the past where I got into trance. I was doing work. I finished the work. I got out of trance and I did not ground on my way out. And so I was walking around the rest of the day like, wow, I feel kind of weird and tingly and disconnected from my oh <laughs> so always, always ground uh-huh, yourself yeah. after you've worked in spirit avoid having the wrong intention yes so yeah. that's this is one of those things where shadow work comes in handy yep. where shadow work it, it's very you. very important to know exactly mm-hmm. what your intentions really are mm-hmm. um, as distinct from what you're saying that they are like mm-hmm. don't lie to yourself exactly yeah lying to yourself is going to get you into way the, more shit than anything else because the spirits is going to know that you're lying to yourself yeah. right. and they're not some of them aren't going to care. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's one on this list that I disagree with to an extent. Okay. Okay. So it's avoid drinking alcohol or taking drugs when communicating with spirits. And it's, I would say yeah, that, like, that depends. I, yeah, I think that there are times where, there are like, certain peyote. There or, are, I was just going to say, there are certain botanicals that can right. help you get exactly. to achieve a certain state that allows you and to And for be that matter... Open. But that's a personal choice. Exactly, yeah. that's a personal yeah. choice. And for that matter, even for me, like, I get really uptight. That's who I am as a person. I'm a very uptight individual. Really? You would never have guessed. <laughs> um, that's part of the reason I work with Loki, is I'm trying to work through that and be more chill as a human. So something that helps me if I need to unravel some of that, it's not even stress really. It's just like I'm, I take myself very seriously. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm going into a situation where I need to take myself less seriously right. spiritually. Mm-hmm. And in that case, alcohol is really helpful sometimes. Yeah. Like and I don't get drunk, but I drink enough alcohol yep. to relax. Yeah. And so you can have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Like you can create a... Um, you can make a sacred wine and drink it exclusively to relax before you meditate. Exactly. Right. Or you could create an oil that has some mugwort and maybe mm-hmm. a little poppy seed in mm-hmm. it just to help just a little open the right. the channels. The third eye and your in your channels to make you more receptive. Yeah. All right. Now, Be now smart about it. Now if you have an addictive personality, then don't do those then things. Then don't do right. those things. Find another way. But it's everybody's individual choice and then you have to be responsible for your mm-hmm. own choices. Exactly. Void sphere communication when feeling negative, 
imbalanced or unhappy. I would yes. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Because okay. that's, again, that's going to color your intentions and in ways you're feed, not It can intending. often feed into that negativity. Yeah. Avoid attempting to contact spirits with others who are negative, yes. imbalanced, or unhappy. Yeah, because well, they're going to feed into that. Okay. Right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this because I work as a medium. Right. You sometimes don't have a choice. Sometimes I don't have a choice and I'm going right. to share this story. About a month ago, I gave a reading to a woman who came into the store and her mother had been murdered 20 years previous by her brother, mm-hmm. right? right? And they were getting ready to have a, a hearing. And so there was a lot of really heavy, yeah. negative a lot of stuff to anger, not only from the, the woman that I was reading, but from, but from the, the spirit. spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Yeah. You know. That makes sense. But I was in a professional capacity. Certain situations you're going to, to come into. If, if, if you are a professional yeah. spirit worker, yes. Mm-hmm. For your own self, I would say maybe avoid those situations. You can, you can but sometimes what if you're with some Someone and it, a situation Here's happens what I would and say. you can't avoid it. Here's what I would say. You always fucking can. Well, if yeah. you are a professional spirit worker, you have different obligations. Yep. But if you are not a professional spirit worker, mm-hmm. it is, you are way okay to establish boundaries and say, no, I can't do this work for you. This right. is not my job. You need to go find a professional spirit worker who is equipped to handle this. Because mm-hmm. if you're not equipped to handle this, you're going to do more harm than good. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. And what you do have to do, and I'm going to say this for everybody who's even considering ever becoming a, a professional medium mm-hmm. is make sure you are grounded, make sure you are protected and that you then cleanse yes. yourself. And because sometimes if you forget, you, you bring it home, you bring and, then it home and then spook your cat. <laughs> and then you have to cleanse yourself and cleanse your home. <laughs> Rana. Rana said, how about over the phone, Gwen? Can you do spirit, spirit work. work over the phone? Gwen has done spirit work over text. Yep. Yeah, I have. Phone, text, email. Done all of those. My experience has been that spirits don't really give a shit about your physical location so much. Yeah. I think it depends on where you're at in your level of communication. Right. If you are in... Or or your method of communication. Or your method of communication. If you are are tuned in to... For me, I believe my spirit guides are the ones that help me, Mm -hmm. especially if it's over the phone. Long distance. Long. If it's some kind of a long distance kind of thing. But yeah, I I think it it depends on the individual and I think it's a case-by-case basis. I think broadly speaking, it's doable. You may Mm -hmm. find that it's not practical for yourself, but mm-hmm. but broadly speaking, yes, it's possible. Yes. Okay. Yes. I So, yes, I have. Uh, avoid contacting spirits when you are fatigued or exhausted. Yes. Although, again, this is a your mileage may vary thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can use that state to get into, to a, get trance. into, get into a trance. Yep. And then, but just again, remember to ground and then get plenty of rest. Exactly. So, so <laughs> if you're going to, like, uh, this is sort of how ecstatic trances work, where you yeah. basically exhaust yourself. Right. Because I've done that as well. Um, I've experienced that. So, if you're going to do that, you, again, double down on you're going to need a real human person involved yes. to make sure you don't go too far. And you're going to need to really double check your discernment on that because right. the more tired mm-hmm. you are, mm-hmm. the easier it is, the to, easier it is, it is to confuse yourself. Right, yep. And again, always keep a record of what yeah. you're doing. Record Somehow. everything. Record yeah. everything. Avoid fear. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Again, that's, that's, that's that thing bit. where if you bring anxiety and fear and stress into this interaction, mm-hmm. you color it. First, yeah. I would say stop. It, it's like Mother Multiverse's advice. Yeah. Pause the interaction. Pause and examine why are you afraid? Is it because of the spirit? Yeah. Or is it because of old programming from a former religion? Is it coming mm-hmm. from you because you have a reason to be? Right. Is this spirit making fear? you uncomfortable? Yeah, is the spirit, or is, or it, is the process making you uncomfortable? Or is the process making you uncomfortable? And there's, you do have to kind of tell the difference between yeah. that. I would say either way, it's, uh, whether it's, you're afraid of the spirit or you're afraid of the process, you need to step back Mm -hmm. and deal with that before you move forward with the spirit work. I don't think it's wise to pursue spirit work if you are doing it from a place of fear. You have to overcome that first. Okay. Avoid working with unenlightened or non-evolved spirits. I don't fucking understand this shit. Okay, so don't... Uh, There are... No, I I understand it in an academic sense. I just think it's dumb. Yeah. So there are some... (laughs) What does that mean? Yeah. Right? That was my question, Ron. There are some people... 
people who only work with spirits that they consider like ascended, like angels. Yes, that's a big. So an earthbound that's a spirit. Big, an earth, a, they wouldn't work with an earthbound earth spirit. They wouldn't work with a nature spirit. They wouldn't work with a demon. They wouldn't work with a demon. They wouldn't work with most spirits. Yeah, I'd they say. really only. Right. We're talking people. Honestly, let's. We're talking about the light workers who only yeah. work with we're, angels. Essentially, this is the light and worker ascended thing, yeah. spirits, like you know, really super duper spirit guys. Yeah, they'll 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 talk with the angels and the ascended masters and nobody else. Like they wouldn't talk to my my spirit guide because no, he's, he's not he, an ascended. He's master. not an ascended master. He lived a life. Yeah, so. yeah. They'll only and they they won't even talk to most deities. Like yeah, they're yeah. real finicky. They're real finicky. It's not. A, yes, it's, it is a little phobic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's it's not a it's not a point of view that I really understand. No, and okay. I kind of that's why I had a question yeah. on it. Yeah. I, like, oh, I, I kind point, of equate it to the love and light crew. Yeah. Yeah. That's very much where it comes gotcha. from. That yeah. love, kind of a new agey, yeah, love and light okay. thing. Okay, yeah. and this last one I wholeheartedly agree with. Okay, avoid spirits who tell you to listen only to them. Oh yes, yes. that's bad news. That's bad. That's bad, bad news. But yeah. that's exorcist that's, bad. No, no. I would, <laughs> so I would say that's not exorcist bad, but that's like standard abuser tactic. Yeah, it is. It right. is. If your if your spirit is communicating with you in the exact same way that a fucking human abuser would, yep. don't talk to that spirit. Yeah, yep. right. if they don't want you to talk communicate with anybody else, then be. Saying the same bullshit that an abusive husband or, mm-hmm. or, or an abusive parent would say to you, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. And just you say want no to, thanks. You you just cut that cut relationship that shit right off. Right out. Just right out. Our tiger Amanda is eager to introduce you to the salts of Wonderful Body Co. These soaks and scrubs inspired by popular books and characters are designed to delight multiple senses. With fragrant scents and sparkling mica. You can also find a small selection of rollerball fragrances. With a couple of dozen options available, you'll be sure to find something you'll like at Wonderful Body Co. Collection. This week, Ode is recommending the Slytherin Rollerball Fragrance, a rich and citrusy bergamot black tea scent. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at wonderfulbodyco.com or or go directly to the shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Wonderful Body Co. And And is there still a discount? There is. Three pack 30. 30. Thank you. Three (laughs) P-A-A-C 30. So the reason I recommended the Slytherin fragrance this time is because we, we got, got a package. Present. We got a package from Wonderful Body Co. That's right. That was full of salts and rollerball fragrances. Oh my god. And a couple of rocks. So that thank I obviously, you, Amanda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were so excited to see that. You guys yeah. don't even you don't even know. Yeah. It's she sent us a whole bunch of salts. She did. I, I got the uh the Hagrid again. Mm-hmm. Slytherin, which I have recommended several times, not because I've ever tried it. But now I can. Um, because it's Slytherin. Because, because Slytherin. it's Slytherin. But now I can try it. And then I got another salt. It was a co- like a coffee Yeah, it was one. a coffee one. I got a coffee salt. And then I got the Slytherin Rollerball Fragrance, which I'm wearing, and it's very nice. And the Chill Rollerball Fragrance, which is also nice. I got the Moon Oil. I got the... We divvied these up. Yes. Um, <laughs> by we, by me. they mean that. I, yeah, yeah. I divvied them up. Let's Kyra be real. Doesn't, Kyra doesn't use these things. Yeah. And, uh, the, there needs to be some so kind of like manly thing that comes out. Have the there. coffee That's salt true. if you the want. The coffee salt, yeah. yeah. But it's still salted. I take a bath. But the most no, important I thing. I shower. I got, she sent me a whole, you know, she sent other ones. But honestly, my focus was on the lavender buttercream <laughs> because that. She got that before. I and she got really that. Loves it. I love it so much. And then the wisdom oil, the wisdom rollerball oil uh-huh. is wonderful. Love it. So I highly recommend you get that one. A- Agent M is saying that the tavern ale salt smells like beer. So you could get that. And I, you could just I, do what I, I do that. in the shower. I use the salt system in the shower. I have that one. You can you can have it. Okay. That's one of the ones that we have. I just want to be able to say I actually tried something. All right. I'll put it in there. You can try the tabernacle and you can just do it yeah. with, in a shower like I do. You just put the salt in your hand and you put it under the spray so that, it does all the, it. so that it does all the sense and then you just scrub with it. Okay. Yep. It's wonderful. I take baths. Gwen takes baths. I, I don't take baths. baths. But the but the rollerball fragrances are really, really nice. Yeah, so, they are. Again, thank you so much for sending those, Amanda. Yes. We re- it was a beautiful, and, wonderful surprise. And thank you for the rocks. The one, oh, from yes. your, the one from your garden is very precious, and I love her. And, and the other one, the orange one, is a carnelian, which I also love because <laughs> I took both of them. <laughs> so we give our many, many hearty thanks. So we got two presents uh-huh. this week. Yes. It was a wonderful surprise. Yeah, yeah. When we got unexpected, we were like, we got mail. <laughs> and the thing was, it had been kind of a rough week. Yeah, it's yes. been, it's uh, been actually a rough a month. Really, really, yeah. really rough month. And so to get those in the mail, it was just like it totally brightened our day. Yeah, so really thank did. you to both Michelle 
Val and Amanda. Yeah. Yep. It was really special. I think that's everything I had to talk about. I'm trying to think. Is there, well, different kinds of spirits. Well, we um, talked about that. Yeah. In a whole episode. In a whole, well, oh, are you talking about like how, be careful how you approach like the Fae? We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we talked yeah, about, we talked that. about all Anna. those things. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to know how to approach spirits, go listen to Anima. <laughs> Right. Just with caution. Yeah, Always. that's the that's yeah. the sort of like I said. I, I used this analogy before, but sort of the way you would approach any blind date. Yeah, just be smart, do your research, and that that is really a lot of it is do your research, do your research, and then be open. And yeah. if you're wanting to, like you know, to go back to the earlier discussion, if you're wanting to to kind of focus on developing more of your uh, psychic senses, right. pick one, right. focus on that, and focus on that for a while. And then if it doesn't work, put it away and do another one because exactly. maybe that one's just not a good one for you. Yep. Pay attention to what your what your surroundings are doing. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for this episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. You can find us basically online. Uh-huh. Look anywhere. Go to Google. <laughs> type in Three Pagans and a Cat. You'll if you're find all really, our shit. really, you don't want like all the random other shit that shows up when you type in Three Pagans and a Cat. If you put a uh, quotation, quotation marks, marks on amazing. both sides of Three Pagans and a Cat, it'll actually pull up just shit about us. Uh-huh. And there's go. about five pages of it. So feel free to dive in and find us everywhere. He's gotten so lazy. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're you can go we're on Instagram. We're on, Instagram, we're on YouTube, YouTube. We're on we got uh, a red, red bubble. bubble. Yep. Yeah. We got a lot of shit. <laughs> Threepagansandacat.com spelled the way you think it is with the number three. That's yep. right. And uh, you can find the links in the individual episodes as well as across the top. One yep. more thing. We are doing the Euling again this year. Oh, yes. So if you want to be involved in the Euling, we have about 60 participants so far. Um, already bigger than last year. Already bigger than last year. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so if you want to be involved, I've set up a Google form for it. You can find it at tinyurl.com slash three pack. That's the number three, P-A-A-C, Yule. That is Y-U-L-E. So tinyurl.com slash three pack Yule. You can put in your contact information there. We are going to be closing the registration for three pack Yule on December 1st. Yep. December 2nd, you will receive your partners. By December 15th, your gifts should be in the mail. If it turns out that unexpectedly you are unable to manage your commitment to your Yule partner, you need to email me and let me know by December 15th at the same time that your package should be in the mail. Yep. Otherwise, and no shame. No shame, no, no blame. Don't blame. But you just need to let me know so that I can make other arrangements for your partner. That's right. Yep. Okay. And uh, come and visit us on Patheos Pagan. Check yes. out the blog. blog. Yep. And uh, got lots of stuff going on there, too. Yep. And if you're not on the Discord, join the Discord. Join, join the, the Discord. Discord. Lots of shit happens, man. You miss a day it's or two. It's very busy, yeah. And you have oh like a thousand, a thousand messages, messages you haven't yeah. read. Go find us on Facebook and check out the group. Yep. yep. Very, uh, Which is also very busy. Active very group. active yep. three-pack group. But yep. you have to go to the three-pack page first. Yes. And then request access and then to request the group. <laughs> request access to the page. I'm done. And answer three questions. Including what is your, your favorite, favorite car? And do please answer the questions that yes, we're you, not going to approve you. If right. you don't answer the questions, you don't get to you join get the denied. group. That's right. We have enough of you now that we have to actually pay attention to moderation. That's and right. those questions are part of how we do the moderation. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I it's guess like that's like Van Halen. It. If you can't pull out the brown M&Ms, then you're not going to do anything else right. So if you can't answer the three fucking questions, I love it. I love you it. can't do anything else right. Yeah. All right. So that's it for this episode. Goodbye, everybody. Yes. Goodbye. Well, we love you. Shit. Goodbye, friends. What? Cars just knocking shit Car's over now. Knocking shit over. You want me to stop this? Yes. No. Are you sure? Yes. No? Wait, I'm getting <laughs> confused. Conflicting information Quit. here. We're having fun. No. Oh, all right. Jeez. Press the stop button. You've been listening to Three Pagans and a Cat. Find out more information at www.threepagansandacat.com.